The scripture reading today comes from Colossians, the third chapter, verses 1 through 4, and it reads, So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on the things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ and God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. The word of God for the people of God. Most gracious God, Lord, today we, we pray that you would, your angels round about us, Lord, that you would give us clear vision, Lord, that all distractions would be removed and all weights would seem to be lightened. Lord, allow us to hear what you have for us in this moment and in this season as we celebrate the victory of your son. God, help us because we need it. Amen. It is no secret that today is not our usual Easter Sunday. Here at the church, there are no children singing, no children laughing, no children running around. There are no gatherings of Sunday school classes where people catch up about the occurrences of the week. There are no first-time visitors walking through our doors and no out-of-town family present. Physically, we are not all together. All week we have been inundated with corona news and been sheltered in place and have been out of the physical reach of some of the individuals that we care about the most. There are no church carnivals this week, no Easter egg hunts, and no new Easter suits or dresses or those nice little frilly socks I like on the little girls. A lot is different this year, amen? My hope is that we have not been so focused on what is different that we have forgotten what this day still symbolizes. My hope is that we have not allowed Corona to overshadow Christ. My hope is that this Easter, we still remember and celebrate the fact that our God is risen, our God is risen, amen. Looking back into the word of God, we find a promise of victory. We find promise of a Messiah to come. We find promise that that Messiah would change things forever. In the scriptures, we find Jesus to be that long-awaited promise. He came as a babe, born of a virgin, laying in a manger. You remember that? He was baptized by John the Baptist. He healed the sick. He raised the dead. He set the captives free. He showed unprecedented love, was love, and taught love. I'm talking about my Jesus. I'm talking about your Jesus. I'm talking about our Jesus. Amen. Last week we remembered his triumph entry into the city and he was well regarded. People threw palm branches and their cloaks before him as he entered in like a victorious king. But a lot has happened between then and now. He has been betrayed by a friend with a kiss that's supposed peace. 
He has been tried as a criminal. He has been mocked, spit on, beaten, bruised, lied on, stripped, betrayed, and crucified on an old rugged cross. For many at this point, all hope was lost. And they felt that way on Friday night. They may have felt that way all day Saturday. Oh, but Sunday. Oh, but today we find out that the tomb is empty and Jesus, just as he said he would, has risen. Amen. And that is worth celebrating. Our Savior, our Savior, our Savior, he lives. Our hope is not dead. Our love is not dead. Uh, our promise is not dead. Our victory is not dead. It is alive. Now that, that is worth celebrating. No matter where you are, no matter who is there or who is not there, that, my friends, is worth celebrating. Jesus is alive. Can you say that with me? Jesus is alive. I don't know about you. But I refuse to let Corona and the other challenges of today place my celebration in the tomb. Jesus lives, and because he lives, I can face tomorrow. The songwriter says, because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know who holds the future, and life is worth the living just because he lives. Amen. So while the world mourns, I choose to celebrate. I celebrate the fact that my God is greater than what we may see around us. I celebrate that my God is awesome in power and that just when it looks like the enemy might win, God stands up and secures the victory every time, every time, every time. Stand with me today as you can, wherever you are. Stand with me. And yell this, my God is greater, and he is risen. One more time, my God is greater, and he is risen. Now clap your hands and celebrate God. You may be seated if you can. Today's scripture says, therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God, set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. In short, do not get wrapped up in the ideology and idolatry and thought processes of this world. And the scriptures follow, it even tells us to avoid immorality, impurity, passions, evil desires, and greed. It tells us and warns us against the mindsets that the world, the world would say is okay. And those places in your life that seem empty, the fix is not to fill them with those things. Instead, it is to fill them the love and the peace of Christ. If we are raised with Christ, we should seek to see things as he does. For instance, the world saw the cross as Jesus' defeat, 
but it was where he was victorious. The tomb, by the world's standards, was viewed as the end, but it was but the beginning, a new beginning. The empty tomb, by the world's standards, was viewed as a crisis. Well, if you move some letters around, they may have gotten part of that right because they realized that Christ is a man. People of God, the tomb was found empty with nobody in it. That is what we celebrate today, right? We, we celebrate that the tomb was found empty with nobody in it. But the tomb was far from empty, as we have heard in our children's moment. The tomb was full of God's love. The tomb was full of God's grace. It was full of hope. It was full of God's victory. Amen. That is why we celebrate. We celebrate because the tomb could not hold our Jesus, and as a result, the tomb cannot hold us. The tomb of depression does not belong to us and cannot hold us. The tomb of unforgiveness does not belong to us and cannot hold us. The tomb of despair does not belong to us and cannot hold us. We are already victorious over them all. We refuse to rest in those tombs, but rather we will be risen with Christ and set our minds to things that are above today. We celebrate the fact that our tombs, those places designed by the enemy to be our end, have no body in them. Instead, we have chosen to fill those tombs with God's grace, his mercy, and his love. That testimony alone proves the fullness of God in our lives. It shows the world that he lives in us and through us and is for us. People of God. Let us pray that on this day all over the world, people of God choose to celebrate, not to crawl in tombs of silence, but to yell with voices of victory. Let us pray that the people of God remember that there is something worth celebrating even in the midst of a storm as we have Jesus in the boats with us. Let us pray that even on this Easter Sunday, that the Lord would fill our hearts with praise like it has never been before. That he would fill our lives with his mercy and his grace in a way that is, that is spilling over into the lives of those that are around us. Let us pray that we are so full of his love that everybody that talks to us, everybody that encounters us, everybody that sees us would be affected in a positive manner and know that my Jesus, your Jesus, our Jesus... Jesus lives today. Celebrate that God is lives with the best that he has to offer. My friends, my brothers, my sisters, he lives. He lives, he lives. Hallelujah, he lives. Hallelujah, he lives of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.